0: All right. Welcome to Afternoon Tea with Casey Women's Ministry, um, where we talk about all things doula, birth, education. Um, Afternoon Tea, we specifically talk about how they relate to Casey Women's Ministry and the types of things that we do as a organization and how we help our doulas. So, Thank you for coming and visiting with us today. We love having you here. Um, Today's topic is what to expect during our first prenatal. Um, You know, it's often a question we get actually is, what do you guys go over during your prenatals? Or why do you have two of them? Why can't you get everything done in one prenatal? Why are the prenatals so long? (laughs) So, um, Yeah, we're gonna go over all of those questions for you because yes. It's a lot. <laughs> yes, I'm Brittany. I am a birth and bereavement doula certified by Still Birthday. I have a bachelor's of science in health education. I'm a certified birth photographer and I teach um, and make belly bindings using the Bang, pu- bang kung belly binding style. Um, I am the education director and a volunteer with Casey Women's Ministry.
1: And I'm Madison. I'm also a certified birth and bereavement doula through Still Birthday. I'm also a trained postpartum doula. Um, I teach baby wearing and I am the doula operations director with Casey women's ministry.
0: All right. And Madison is one of the ones, um, actually I think both of us really spearheaded yes. <laughs> what we do during our prenatals. Um, but Madison keeps us all in line and makes sure that we cover all the documents that we need and everything. So yes. when I do a prenatal, Let's just say it's two to two and a half hours long. Either of my prenatals. It doesn't matter which one. Um, Yeah, they just, they end up being that long. Clearly, I'm a talker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They definitely average um, between an hour to two hours um, for all the different doulas in our organization, depending on um, how much chatting you do, how much um, really just talking to the client and getting to know them um, versus what we actually have planned that needs to be accomplished mm-hmm.
0: um
1: it takes everyone a different amount of time but they do average between an hour two hours sometimes upwards of two and a half three um depending on on how well you click and how well you you chat and all that good stuff
0: i have most definitely had three hour great <laughs> needles i have yeah. too yeah yeah you know you're like So after you have a three-hour prenatal, you're like, yeah, I have to be at her birth because Uh yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. No, don't, don't want to have to call in my backup or have my other primary go like this is mine.
0: Yeah. This is mine. I mean, we've totally meshed. We've totally, completely connected and it, it's necessary for you to be there. Yeah. So I do an introduction, um, introduce myself. We talk a little bit, I ask about what they want out of a doula. Like, why did you want to hire a doula? What do you want from a doula? What's my role in your birth? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I love asking the question, um, especially because sometimes we have, um, clients who didn't really know what a doula was before they found out about our services through our nonprofit partnerships. um, and they find out that they have this service available to them, but they don't really know what it is. And so they're still fairly new to the idea of a doula as a whole. And so one of my favorite questions to ask is, what got you excited about having a doula? Um, Yeah. Really just kind of framing it in that that excitement. Like this is a, a wonderful beneficial service, but
0: you still had to sign up for it. So what got you excited about having us here? Yeah. Not that it was just another free service that you wanted to take advantage of, but why did you feel this was something for you? I love that question too. Why, why did you hire a doula? Um, and even though it, it, they potentially got this service as a free service, they're still hiring us. You know, they are still inviting us into their space and into something that is personal and private and special. Um, and that's an honor no matter if it was gifted to them or not, you know, if they were gifted or if they paid for it. Absolutely. Um, So we have lots of paperwork and thankfully now it is done ahead of time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But we still have to go over it. I still need to be familiar with my client's history. I still need to be familiar if my client had a history of sexual abuse or had a car accident that did something to her pelvis and now she can't tolerate hip squeezes. So we go over the paperwork. We go line by line and we follow it. I might even ask these questions again without even saying, you know, looking at the answer and saying, okay, tell me about this.
1: Yeah, definitely. I do the same.
0: Yeah. I'll look at the paperwork before I go and make sure, okay, I really need to ask about this, but for the most part, I'm going line by line through that paperwork. I'm making sure that I know the history of this client because how, what her history is can really determine how I'm supporting her and the things that I'm saying. Um, so
1: we we encourage all of our doulas to make sure that they're familiar with the paperwork. Um, we used to have our doulas actually do the paperwork with the client while they were together, um, but we found that that was, you know, our, our prenatals are already close to two hours um, and we were finding that people were spending hours upon hours on yeah. um, filling out that paperwork because, you know, your client has to look things up or they're not really sure and you have to explain things. Um, and so it's a lot easier now to have that filled out ahead of time and then be able to go over it. So you're, you're familiar with what their answers were. If they didn't know something that then they left it blank, um, or they have the opportunity to ask beforehand and, you know, be like, I don't understand what this is. You know, what are you asking here? Um, so then you can get through that paperwork a lot faster while still being familiar with who your client is, um. And a lot of times, some of our questions are a little bit vague to save on paper space. And so it's important to elaborate on some of those, you know, especially when it comes to the medical history, Um, you know, you have, you have a history of depression, you know, what, what does that kind of look like for you um, and being aware of how that may affect the postpartum period.
0: Yeah. Um, And, you know, a question that I like to ask about depression too is how recent was your most um, your last depressive episode, because if it was just yesterday, okay, then we're, we're still here. We're still in this space and we need to address that. We need to acknowledge that as a doula, um, that whether it's due to the pregnancy or something in her life, this pregnancy has the chance, has that potential to put her in another depressive uh, depratic Depressive? I don't know, um, episode or especially for postpartum with those hormone changes happening. Um, it's something we need to be very aware of. If there are questions you can just gloss over. Yeah. Yeah. There's several I gloss over, but then there are several that I'm, I'm pretty particular about, you know, we need to know these things. Mm-hmm. So we go over paperwork. <laughs>
1: Yes. And we've, we've cut that down from an hour to often about 30 minutes, hopefully depending on how thorough you are. Um, Yeah.
0: So that we can spend more time talking about what their birth story looks like to them right now. What is their dream story? That takes at least half an hour to go through. I mean, it should, they have an idea. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, Also going over past pregnancy and labor stories, if this is not their first baby, um, you know, what did they like? What didn't they like from their past labors? How do they want this labor to look similar or different? Um, Is all kind of wrapped into that. What are your hopes and dreams for um, this labor? Kind of getting them into the mindset to then write their birth plan, which is something we go over in our second prenatal, Um, but making sure that they're they're prepared um, and are thinking about what they want um, and what they mm-hmm. desire. Um, depending on when in the pregnancy we're doing the, the prenatal, some clients aren't thinking about their birth plan yet. It's not even on their radar because it's early enough that either they don't want to or they just simply haven't thought about the birth plan yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so going over what their hopes and desires are can help them get in that mindset of, okay, it's time to start planning and preparing and thinking about um, what I want that day to look like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't go through the birth plan during prenatal one. That's something I do during prenatal two. And we'll talk about why later, um, because I really like giving time to that birth plan. Um, But after I go through paperwork, we start in on being a little more physical. You know, I like to do some yoga with my clients. I like to teach my clients how to prepare their mind and body And it's important to do that during prenatal one. So they have time to prepare. So they have time to practice, to stretch those muscles and get their body acclimated to a squat position. Um, You know, labor, it's not something you can just wake up one day and go do. It's, this is a heavily physical activity and a heavily mental activity this takes a lot of prep and if you don't prep then i can guarantee you won't have the birth play this birth experience that's beautiful and gorgeous that you might be looking for it's not going to happen i'm sorry i'm just gonna flat out lay it out there it's not (laughs) going to happen you you have to prepare yes Um, and we
1: try and make it easy to prepare with Mm -hmm with the prenatal yoga. Um, and then also in, in prenatal too, we go over birth positions and, and comfort measures and things like that. Practicing after you learn all of that, practicing the prenatal yoga, the the routine that we give our clients is only about 10, 15 minutes long. It takes 15 minutes a day to do, and it can have a drastic effect on how labor goes because, um, you know, if we think about exercising, you know, if we're getting ready to go help push our car up a hill, we're going to want to prepare for that. We're going to want to condition and we're going to want to exercise, you know, stretch our, our shoulders. And, um, we're going to want more than just the day to prepare for that. I like um, equating
0: it to running a marathon or just running a 5k or walking a 5k. Yeah. You don't go and walk a 5k and be okay the next day without practicing and preparing. You have to work up to a 3.1 mile walk or run. You can't just start running three miles. It just doesn't work that way. You prepare for it. You practice for it. Labor is the same way. You prepare and practice for it so that you can get through anywhere from three to 36 hours of intense physical and mental activity.
1: Yeah absolutely and all of the doulas with um, kc women's ministry have access to a very specific routine that we go over that um, was designed by a prenatal yoga instructor that they will do with you um, that is designed to open your pelvis um, and stretch out those muscles um, strengthen the pelvic floor and Um, really get your leg muscles your your core involved Um, and it's not just any kind of yoga that's safe for pregnancy it is yoga specific to help you prepare um, for labor and it can also relieve a lot of discomfort that you're having during pregnancy Um, especially the later you get if you're having any kind of um, you know pubic symphysis dysfunction or any kind of pelvic pain or back pain Mm -hmm. um these yoga positions can really be beneficial uh, during pregnancy. And so all of the doulas at Casey Women's Ministry have access to this. Um, There's a video that they have access to that Kristen and I did um, that walks walks them through the routine Um, sometimes you know, depending on how often you do the routine or how well you're comfortable with yoga. I'm, I'm sure, Brittany, you probably don't use um, the video. I know I don't use the video, but they do also have the option if they're not 100% comfortable with that routine to actually show the video to
0: you um, during that prenatal. And do and it together. And do it together. Um, I will use the flyer that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, and go through each of those movements and why we do each of those movements, how to best do them and modifications that we can do. If say you're really tense in this one position, okay, well, what's the way we can change it to make it, um, beneficial for you and not something that you want to avoid. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think, I think several of us do use the video. Um, And then several of us use the flyer. Several of us use both. You have access to this flyer that, and we leave it with you. Um, Our point with the yoga is that preparation is, you know, it's our job to help you make sure you're at the best place that you can be for your labor. That's why you hired us. This is one of the biggest tools we have in our toolbox of helping you prepare for your labor and, being able to manage those contractions. We teach you some breathing techniques during our yoga sessions, um, during this particular yoga session. I'm not going to say it's a full blown yoga session because it's not, but during this, um, during this talk about yoga and ways that you can prepare your body, we are teaching you breathing techniques that, um, are very useful in labor, um, from personal experience, you know, before I even knew doulas existed, I was doing yoga during my pregnancies. And if it weren't for that breathing and the yoga, I don't think I would have been able to keep going in my labors. Um, I'm pretty stubborn, so I probably would have, but <laughs> like I'm, I'm hardcore stubborn. Sorry guys. But <laughs> you know, I, it did help me in being able to find my center each contraction and managing those contractions each time and really focusing on those contractions and focusing on the moment and in the now. Um, that's what that breath does for you. We know, you know how to breathe. We know you can breathe every day. You do it every day. How do you breathe when you're doing exercise? How do you breathe when you're in an intense situation? Think about that.
1: How do you breathe when you're in pain? Yeah. Yeah. you, you stub your toe or you, you, you know, you break your arm or you fall down and, you know, hurt your tailbone, you know, any kind of pain, even, even menstrual cramps. If you have really intense menstrual cramps, how do you breathe during that? It looks different.
0: It does. It looks very different than your everyday breath. So, um, we don't talk about breath. Excuse me, we don't talk about breath just because we think that you can't breathe. (laughs) We talk about breath because it is another integral tool in our toolbox to helping you accomplish what you want to accomplish. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So that leaves us with leaving our homework for you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You're like, homework? You're a dude, you leave me homework?
1: about that. You know, we're getting our clients into the mindset of preparing their birth plan. So the next step is preparing your birth plan.
0: Yeah. Now that's not to say you have to do it alone, but it is something that we want you to be prepared for to do with us. Um, I use the birth plan. So we're not going to go into that yet. That is for video. That's for the next video. Um, stop what I'm doing. (laughs) but the birth plan is homework that we leave for you. Yes. And then we leave a comfort measures list for you. Hopefully, you know, our goal is you research it. Maybe you message us and ask us, well, what is this thing? Or maybe you know what it is and go through and check all the things that you're comfortable with. Practice some of them. That's your homework with that document. And then we have another document what is important to you, what is the most important thing to you in labor and rank these one to five, that's your homework. All right, so we will see you in the next video. We're gonna talk about that second prenatal and these items that we have left you for homework. Yes, Okay. So that's the end of this video for today. Um, Make sure you hit the like button subscribe and get notifications. We have a couple of pregnant doulas who on a week by week basis, um, through their pregnancy, they give you, um, updates about their pregnancies and um, training. So we're teaching you what to expect in each week as well. And that's awesome. Just going to say, you know, yeah. I, love them. <laughs> I love them.
1: Um, you know, I, I, aside from the fact that they're my friends and I like knowing what they're going through and, and all of that, um, if if you're even have the slightest shred of interest of uh pregnancy i mean it's so fun to know what how (laughs) everyone else is is uh doing and and what they're going through and especially if you're pregnant yourself you know knowing that
0: come on follow your friends yeah you're all your friends Yes. So if you have questions, you have a topic that you want us to cover, please leave it in the comments, message us on Facebook, send us an email to contact at ministry.org. Um, we'd be thrilled to answer those questions in a video for you. Um, so I'm Brittany and I'm Madison and we're with Casey Women's Ministry. Thank you so much for joining us. educational reference guide and should not be taken as substitute for medical advice from your doctor. Kcwm adheres to strict self-step guidelines self-set for prenatal and perinatal practices. Any advice, instruction, or information found within the content of this video, you should always research these subjects for yourself, make the decision based on all the information available to you, and/or seek the advice of a medical professional with any questions you have regarding the medical condition. The subject matter of this media content may not be suitable for all ages. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Thanks for watching. For more information, go to kcwomansministry.org.